This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to another episode of Cigars and Whiskey, the podcast that discusses love, relationships, sex, and dating. From a male's perspective, I'm your guy, Ron Coe, and I'm joined by my guys, White Star GB. Shaking. And we also have super producer Corey Cool in the building, Cool University. Yo, yo. A big shout out to everyone tuned in on YouTube. Please remember to share us so we can get more people to tap into the conversation. We have a great show for you guys tonight. Tonight, we are drinking uh, Oldie But Goody, yeah. back for the second time, uh, Mercer and Prince. Yeah, man. Big shout out to uh, Mr. Alert, Dr. Gene Alert. Gene Alert. Yeah, yes, who yes. gifted us this bottle. Absolutely. Uh, he was uh, a guest on last week's show, so big shout out to him. And tonight we are smoking the Cavalier Tres Delinquias. All right. Um, and tonight's topic is going to be friends with benefits. All right. White Star GB. Go. Oh. How was your week, man? My week was um my week was good, man. You know, felt re- 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 I felt rejuvenated back from vacation. Feeling good. Um, looking at the first week of August and all year, we have been reminded that this is the 50th year of hip hop, and it's like now we're in the month of the birthday. You know, mm. and um, I think hip hop's birthday is August 11th. It's that first day that that party was was promoted on Cedric Avenue mm. in in the Bronx, and um. Yeah, we we're, we're we're coming up on it fifty years, and I'm, I find myself getting a little nostalgic that hip hop is is my culture. Mm. Like my culture is hip 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 hop. Like if I have to say, if someone asks me what my culture is, my culture is hip hop, and I feel like hip hop is a culture. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm I feel like hip hop is like black culture. No. No? I don't feel like hip hop is black culture. I feel like hip hop is a culture. Mm. You know, I feel like people are invited in. If you're of the culture, you'll you'll know. You know, um, for us to just take it for ourselves, you know, I it would be nice to just gatekeep it and we make all the money off of it. But the cat's way out the bag now. The toothpaste is out the tube. Can't put that back in. Yeah, but um. Yeah, um, I'm I'm enjoying the celebrations. I'm enjoying everything, and I kind of wanted to ask y'all maybe the corniest question of all time. But um, when did y'all fall in love with hip hop, man? Brown <laughs> uh, <Around> sugar. <laughs> it's the corny. It's a it's a terrible question. Nah, but it's, a, it's not. A, it's, it's a relevant question. It's you know not what I'm a saying? Terrible like, question. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's not a terrible question. I could probably say, um. Definitely, probably like five or six years old. That young, okay. My 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 pops, he had everything. 
Everything. Mm, okay. On cassette. On cassette. You know how uh, back in the day they had like the, the briefcases yes. that you held all the cassettes in? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had multiple cases of those. Okay. Anything new that came out, he had it. He had it. Um, I remember... Uh, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Fire, their first like their first album, bro. Right. And I'm listening to. I remember listening in my pop's car, right. riding with him, listening to that. Okay. And I knew the songs. I knew, yeah. You know, Melly Mel, Keep Cowboy, Grandmaster, you know, all of them in the, you know, and yeah. I was five, bro. Right. No, no, you no. Know that's, what I mean? that's, that's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's man. Amazing. Um, I remember when I was, I had to be five or six years old and. My pops had parents that just don't understand. Right. If you remember the album, okay. he had a Freddy Krueger song on the, on the album. Yeah. I played it. I got scared as hell, and my mother wouldn't let my pops play the album no more because <laughs> I got scared of, with that record. I was, was like that, six was years old. Was that the same old, like record five, with, the, um, with the Mike Tyson joint on it, too? That was after. Uh, I think I could beat Mike Tyson. I think that might that might have been the first album. Nah, shout think, out to Fresh yeah, Prince, man. Yeah. Yo, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Yeah. I remember that. And Powerful. I was I was that young. Right. So back then I was five or six, five. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Nah, yes. That's amazing. So no, cool. How about I wanna you, man? say I wanna say So I had uh my, my brother pretty much the same way. Shout out to E. My brother the same way pretty much had a lot. The Bobby Browns, the heavy D's, all of those things that kinda Yeah. Um you know, I kind of heard him kind of ushering in. This is before, like, mixtape. you know, the mixtapes and right. really hip-hop sound. About what year are we talking? Definitely early 90s. Early, yeah. early, early 90s. All right. And I had a cousin who came down from Buffalo. My cousin Mike. And he brought down The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. And the first time I heard that, and I might have been about five. Now, of course... It was already out already, you know. Yeah, of time I was five, the Great Adventures of Blood was out, I think, a little while. It was out a little while. But boy, that's, 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 stop, stop lying. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, you it just was, felt that, I f- yo. Felt that attitude. I felt, felt that attitude. I felt storytelling yeah. at the highest. Yeah. So I had like a Simpsons Christmas tape. It's the only tape I possessed to myself. It was a Sim- I could get my hands on <laughs> a Simpsons Christmas tape, and they sung basically all the Christmas songs in the Simpsons <laughs> voices. I took it, put the tape over the edges, and I'm, when I tell you I love that Simpsons tape, <laughs> but it was the only one that I had. I had you to had make to go, a, yo. I had to make a life-altering sacrifice, yeah. and I taped over my uh, Simpsons Christmas tape. With the great adventures of Slick Rick, and from there, I never ever looked back. That was that was it for me. That was it. That was it for me. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Mine started later than than y'all. I was about like eleven. So prior to that, I was only like listening to like rock and roll and like R and B. I was like Michael Jackson, Pointer Sisters, Prince, Bon, bon Jovi, a little bit of um, what's the dude named David Bowie. You know what I mean? But then um I would I would hear hip hop in like passing, you know, because I was I, I grew up in like Queens. I would hear hip hop in cars passing like my uncle would bring it around a little bit, you know what I mean? But um for myself was positive K. 
I got a man. Mm. Yeah. And um in ninety one. And it was just that vibe and the coolness and I feel like it was the it was palatable to me because of the R and B beat kind of on it. You know what I mean? And and it was it, it it just ushered in that palatable sound. And from there it was heavy and then um Naughty by Nature, Red Man and Nas and Red, Red, Red. Ooh, and everybody, but um I never look back. That's the thing. Once you get introduced to hip hop, you never look back. And I just want to say happy birthday, man, to the culture. You yeah, know? man. That, happy birthday. You know, fifty years. Breeds us. You know, is is how we talk, how we walk, how we dress. You know what I mean? Our hosties. You know, hosties. Yeah, yeah. So happy birthday, hip hop, yo. Yeah, big one. Yeah, man. Um, Ron, yes, how was sir? your week, my boy? Uh, my week was cool. <clears throat> Um, shout out to the young bull, uh, Carter celebrated his birthday shout last week. Shout out Carter. Uh, yeah. We, we went to the water park and he wanted to go to the water park and hibachi. Um, That's what's up. so yeah, like a true man. And he wanted, he wanted some <laughs> Nike sneakers. Let's go. His, uh, auntie and uncle bought him some Nikes, some nice, uh, Nike dunks and did the hibachi did the, you know, so salute. We did, you know, we did the family thing. Love it. Um, and it was just us or whatever. But we had a, we had a pretty good time, man. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I know. How old is he now? He's seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven nice, years nice old. Nice age, man. Yeah, man. Nice age. It's that age where uh, he doesn't, well, even six, man. He has some independence. You know what I mean? He can get himself, he can, he can put him in the shower, wash himself, wash himself up. Um, he can make a couple of things himself. Nice. He can go in the refrigerator. He can get some juice. He can, nice. you know, you know, sir, he can't cook on the stove or nothing like that. Nah, nah, but, nah. um, yeah, man, he's, he's pretty self-sufficient, man. You but, still his favorite guy? Like you're still his superhero? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Um, but I never know, man. He watches a lot of YouTube, man. Okay. So okay. you never know who's on there. Yeah. So. I believe so. I hope so. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're Let's go home yeah. right now. As soon as we leave here, we, you know, Operation Superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that was my week, man. Shout out to um, shout out to them. Shout out to to the family, man. We had a nice time together oh, last hell. week, man. Cool. Anything good this week, man? Uh, what do you mean, like entertainment and stuff? I mean, you seen Beyonce, right? She and the Queen B, right? Yeah, I did. I saw the Queen. What, what was that like? I've never seen so much glitter and shimmer and <laughs> tassels. And that was your lights. first Beyonce concert? You know what? I'm drawing a blank, but I want to say yes. I feel like I would know if I did, but I've been to a lot of shit. So. With the shimmer, glitter, and tassels in the crowd or on stage? Both. Yeah, I could imagine. And from both <laughs> men and women. I could imagine. When I tell you I never seen so many man backs <laughs> just <laughs> dudes with their back out. Like they can have a full so shirt in the a front. Pause. I feel like there's a pause somewhere in there. It <laughs> was a pause all the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean yeah, yes, man backs all is the definitely way. unnecessary. There but was tons of live. man back in mm. 
You just have a shirt, the collar, and his back will be out. You like, oh my god! I feel, I feel like <laughs> like see that finding com- straight guys there is like where's Waldo? Type so of finding thing. straight guys <laughs> are with a female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me in my case, I was with my wife and my daughter, mm-hmm. right? And I I I exposed my daughter to a lot that night, and mm. you know it's the world, so you know yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. world, it's the world, and you it know was respectful though. It was respectful because I, I laugh. I say, "Yo, a lot of these guys probably have on full suits, you know, nine to five, <laughs> coming to see Beyonce with their back out." So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> what it is? You know what I mean? Um, it was. It was what it is. It was a good time. Two hour show, a two hour, some chain show. You realize she didn't even scratch the surface of songs that she can do. Okay. Her show would literally be like ten hours. <laughs> If, if she, she do a lot of new joint, she it was it was song? a tour, it was a you know an yeah, I think album, she's only an doing album, that album. So she did like a sprinkle of a song or two. Oh, okay. But it was it, but was, it was but it was heavy on Renaissance. It was the, it was oh, the album. okay it was okay the, it was okay. the uh, it was okay. the album tour. And that's what you, what you want to see in the concert, right? You want to see that that album being. Um, I'm not a concert guy. No, Ron is not. Ron's not a concert guy. Okay, listen at all. Going to see Fifty. Okay. Going to see Fifty and Buster uh, in a couple of days as yeah. well, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna map out Made in America, and hopefully that's uh, you know that's ready to go. Mm. All right, hey, salute, man. Shimmer and shine, got Shimmer and shine. I'm I need to be more shiny next time. I don't know, but maybe I'm not keep I'm keeping my back covered. <laughs> yeah. But I you know I don't know I'm gonna have to shimmer the cocoa next butter. Time. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to all the Beyonce stands, man. man. Uh, everybody loves Beyonce. There's a lot of people out there that yeah. love that. Love that lady. All right. Uh, shout out to everyone tuned in on YouTube. Again, remember to share so we can get more people to tap into the conversation. All right. Uh, if you don't follow us on YouTube, please do at Cigars the Ensign Whiskey Podcast. Again, Cigars the Ensign Whiskey Podcast. All right. And uh We'll jump right into it. All right. Uh, what do we got on tap for the first scene? I think uh, TikTok young lady talking about how uh, uh, she got dumped because uh, she has a, a male best friend. I got broken up with because I posted this video on my story. <laughs> Broken up with is dramatic as I was only talking to him for three weeks and we went on one date. But after I posted that story, he was so annoyed with me. He basically told me that he doesn't do guy best friends um, with the girls that he's speaking to. And if he's pursuing someone, he just doesn't really respect the fact that I'm, you know, I have a male in my life that I love real bad. Now, some of you may be as confused as me because this is literally my best friend of six years. He's like my brother at this point, and I would never even look at him a certain way. But this guy was serious, and he was not letting up on this boundary that he had placed. So the only thing I could do was respect it. I explained to him what the situation was, that it was not like that, but he wasn't hearing it. So he cut me off. She was playing in his face. She posted that video to make it look like they were almost a couple. She posed to herself, then posed to him, then posed like she was, she was purposely to show who she was out with. I felt like she is waiting. She's in a friend zone. You think she's in a friend she's zone? She's in a friend, friend zone? zone. Yeah, she's in a friend zone. She is waiting for homie, her friend of six years, but six years is nothing. 
yeah. as far as friendship to call a nigga your brother and to be cutting off relationships for him. But you was only dating dude for three weeks, so whatever. But um, yeah, he cuts you off because you was playing in his face. You know, you were um, yeah, you're you're parading dude around. You want to be an item with him, but 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 you're masquerading that in the friendship, and everybody can see it, even mm. through the video. We, we can see it. So th- you don't think there's any chance that he's he's not in a, he's not in a friend zone? Well, she did say she loves him a lot. I think he's in a friend zone. No, I think she's in a friend zone. Yeah, I, yeah. Because if she was like, yo, shorty's be going on whole vacations with dudes and don't be posting dude. She's out just at a concert or or a show and posted dude. Like she made it out her way. Like people don't really post people that they're with unless they're trying to be seen with that person. Understand? Gotcha. You know, gotcha. we didn't catch him in person. You saw that in her story. It's like, ah, my, you kind of thirsty. Be good. We we all see the thirst. Mm, we okay. all see it. I don't know. It could be just me though. So uh, the boundary that dude set as far as he said he doesn't do what well, what well, a boundary he said it, but he I think she just looked thirsty. He just was like, yo, you know what? I got a new boundary. Maybe he just thought about that boundary just that day. As soon as you seen that day. Like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to fuck with thirsty bitches. Like, I'm not doing <laughs> Like, you look thirsty. I'm good. But as, as far as... Like, you playing uh, in my face. You, you you think it's for for a woman to have a male friend or a male to have a female friend is... You think that's a fair boundary? Listen, I think it's a fair, fair, fair boundary. And I do not think it has anything to do with insecurity. People love to throw that word around. We're going to get rid of that word. It's not about insecurity. It's about what you're comfortable with. You tell people to communicate, then when they communicate, you want to say that they're insecure. It's not. You know what I mean? Um, For me personally, it goes about how long you knew that person. If you knew that person, childhood or whatever, whatever, and they're a family friend, everybody knows them, whatever, whatever, and y'all not really, like, alone together, Mm-hmm. Fine. And y'all never had any sexual interactions together. Fine, you know. But um, yeah. Anything other than that? No. Six years, bestie. That's not. I love time. him. That's not. You, you 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 just waiting for him to 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 see you. So wait, sexual? If she had interactions, then bets are off. All bets are off. <laughs> you don't agree with that? <laughs> I think if they, if. I think in some instances, if they've already explored that and it's that's already out the way, they could be like, "All right, been there, done that." We don't I mean, because you kind of know, right? What sex? Kinda yeah. Know. What? <laughs> that's not a big one. Sex? You <laughs> <laughs> what? She she gave him dome and it got out the way. Oh Jesus! It don't gotta be dome <laughs> like like. A lot of the times, when so you, you got, got a couple of back shots from from the big homie. Like, what are you talking about? Like now, nah, well, well, like, when when normally when the old sexual partners, that's a lot of the times when you have male female friendships. They either it's either a friend zone situation. One person had friend zone the other. Yeah, or they used to they had a situation that didn't work out and they kind of decided that they would be better as friends. Yeah. So they may have slept with each other, had some type of relationship or whatever, and just felt like it didn't work. And um, that's why, they, you know, they, they figured they would be better as friends. But 
maybe if sex is they they know what sex is like with the other person, it's like, all right, we did that already. It's not all that, did that already. My, I, if, I heard if your friend seen my fucking girl naked, then that's not my girl. That's just your girl like that. Like even like even if you seen her naked, it's not a friend. Mm. The opposite, like stop playing with people. Like like that's playing in people's face. Like stop doing that. Like like you masquerading your old work as a friend. Like you just nah, we're not doing that. You know, y'all could I went on a date, maybe a little dinner, figured out it was it, and then y'all was it was a vibe. That's still a little weird. I'm going to let that settle in and see. What I'm going to do in that situation is I'm just going to come, too. I'm just going to come, too. What do you mean? Like, like me and Rob want to, yo, me, me and Rob want to go to drinks. Okay, where y'all going? What time are you going to be there? I'm coming, too. <laughs> and I'm going to sit right there in the middle of you and Rob. That's not what insecure? the chemistry like. Nah, ain't no insecure. We're going to get this. If I really like Shorty, I'm going to get that shit out the way real fast. Could Rob like you, and he either he in a friend zone or you in a friend zone. And I feel like it's even nasty so, if so she in a friend zone. If you if if you do that, then you didn't set your boundary because it's like if you like Shorty really bad, you're not gonna get to that point where you like Shorty really bad. See, I'm insecure in the other way. I'm insecure of looking insecure. If I could be completely honest, I don't want to look insecure, so I'm insecure that way. So instead of me being insecure, like, no, I don't want you, but I don't feel right with you, but I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to fix this shit. You going to ride with it? But yeah. But then, like, secretly, you're going to be trying to maneuver and trying to figure out what's No, what. I'm going to see if he's a real friend or not. I'm going to see what kind of nigga he is. You think it could be a real, real friendship? Other than, like, a, a, a person that... Is interested in the you know the same sex. You think it could work out? I what I've learned from podcasting, I learned from the YouTube space. You cannot base your complete way of thinking on your personal experience. So even though I've never had it, I have friends who have female friends, and they slept with them. They've some of them. I mean, but I can't discount their experiences neither. So I kind of have to, you know, you know, take it like in the broader scope, there are people that can have friends of the opposite sex. It's not my personal thing, you know what I mean? But in the bigger scope, yeah, it could happen. But it could be nefarious too. Like it, it could be for the wrong reasons. And I feel like usually it is. I would agree with that. I think uh, most cases, I want. I would probably put a number like 70, 80% of the cases oh. are nefarious. Okay. And even even situations where you're talking about people that known each other for mad long and whatever, whatever, that's my bro, that's my, like my cousin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of those situations could be. I only get along with guys. I don't get along with girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. Yeah, all those type of excuses. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Cool. Any thoughts on it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, um, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like this, right? Like, you hold on to who you can hold on to until the relationship becomes serious enough for you to just know when certain relationships aren't, you know, um, aren't uh, respectable anymore, like, to have. 
like even your best of girlfriend like if you dealing with somebody long enough to where you know you know once again the person not that that person's insecure but it's like you know it does become weird at a certain point right yeah, it's, it'll it be becomes, some, it's it some becomes, awkward moments because yeah, you, you, you got to do a lot of explaining, right? right? And when it comes to friends of the opposite sex, if your significant other really doesn't agree with it, well, eventually you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, cut, you're gonna have to cut that person off. Nobody if you had a, if it was a dude, a lot of the times you're not gonna cut your your homeboy off, but no. your homegirl, you'd be like, yo, my lady don't. Like me being friends with you, so I yo listen. To, to, nobody to keep the peace. agrees, even if they say they agree, they don't agree. I think couples agree. Everybody when, wants when you to both have parties a, have oh. a, a friend of the opposite. So if sex. I have, if, if you know, party yeah, if, one if, has one. If then, the female has a male friend, it's all and, good. The, and the guy doesn't. He's a he's he's not gonna roll with it. But if everybody if got vice friends, vice versa, she's sex, not gonna roll with orgy. it. But if they both got friends, they be like, "Oh, you got your friend, I got my friend, or whatever." Yeah, that's the orgy. <laughs> Anybody fucking? Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's just too much. Now, um, the gay bestie is the is the new thing that a lot of dudes are sneaking in there. With the you gay think they perpetrating? Shit. Can't tell. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? A lot of dudes are attracted to men and women. Yeah. And if they could play extra gay and they can see their besties naked and you know what I mean? Me in there, you know, play that game. <laughs> Be a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how far me, I think men will go that far. To the end of the world for some pussy. Boy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure if a woman would do that. Play butch or whatever. Or, no, you know, I don't she, think so. they wouldn't do that. Women, the way the way they play it, but she'll play the best best friend, and she yeah. and, and and they play that. Let me hook you up with my friends. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Keep feeding you, feeding you pussy until the pussy run out, and then she the only pussy left. <laughs> 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 that should be happening too. <laughs> So, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like if you're real, um, if I had to give her advice, I feel like if she was real serious about being in a relationship with a man in the in in the future, she would have to um kind of I'm, I'm not gonna say lessen the interactions, but make them a little bit more appropriate. If you're gonna go out with dude, don't showcase dude like you're on a date with with him. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you. I don't want to police your friends. I'm not saying you gotta get rid of them, but um, I would. Three's a crowd, yo. I either either yeah. shoot your shot, yeah, and let it be known. Life is too short, bro. Yeah, shoot your shot. Yeah. If you, I don't understand. I don't understand. All right, and we we can move on after this. Is yeah, that sure. she yeah. said that she's she said like I'm so like the guy that I'm so in love. That I love so Those much. Those words that people use with their friends. They, it's not, I've right? I've never once said that I'm in love with one of my friends. Yo, if you find the person that you could be best friends with of the opposite sex, and you're attracted to that person, and then the sex is good, yeah, that's your that's your mate, bro. Yes. That's your mate. That's yeah. what everybody's looking for. But what's happening Why would you pass is that he's up? not, he's playing the crowd. He's playing the field. Yeah, he don't want he's her. Got he don't want her. 
and she don't want to understand that yo he just gonna play the field let it go she'd rather just sit there and wait for the nigga until you know didn't that recently happen didn't voice Watkins marry like a long time friend of his I don't know I did I don't I don't I don't have the specs of it to like go but people be waiting it out man yeah yeah mm. I I could see somebody waiting out for like real genuine love, right? But a lot of times when people what's that wait look out, like though on on with, what end on the man or the woman end? With, like on a man, both, you're gonna just both. watch. You're gonna watch. No, 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 no. This is that's. I don't think the love of your life just get thrashed every weekend. That's not. That's what I'm saying. That's not real genuine love. Like you like that woman more than she like you. Like, or you like that dude more than he like you. Okay. Like, he's he's out there fucking, mm-hmm. and you out there waiting for him to finish yeah. and settle, you know, want to fuck with you, and vice versa. She out there doing her, getting thrashed, doing her thing, yeah. and you waiting for, like, for that chance. All right, all right. But sh- that means she likes you. She doesn't, you like her more than she likes you. And in that situation, oh, she Dangerous. likes him more than he likes her probably. Dangerous. So when you get with that person, they not stupid. They uh they know that <laughs> you're into them more than you're you know, you're into them more than they're into you. Yeah. And they're gonna treat you like that. Treat you just like that. Yeah. He uh-huh. out the closet. He not post to her, he not doing that. She the one look who I'm with. Uh, but you entertain the men and you really want to date date men and you want this dude to be a placeholder. Why you went in for this dude to like actually see you as the person? Yeah. You playing in that nigga's face, yo, and that nigga seen it. Salute to you, King. You seen it? Mm-hmm. Commentating on it. You know what I mean, yeah. yeah. Keep on doing your thing, man. All right. So, what we got up next? Um. Shout out to them. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so it that had no 
real audio too. Nah, so nah, we gotta nah, get the context nah, of it. Nah, um, nah. If you could read, you saw the love, the, the caption on it. It was basically saying like, this this woman is a doctor. She had just finished a thirteen hour shift and came home and made dinner for her husband after working a thirteen hour shift. Now her children, her husband, her husband, yeah. There was a lot of commentary behind this clip talking about, you know, as far as like, uh, I guess you could say modern women who, I guess, I don't know if I would say that they feel like them going out and working kind of disregards them from doing domestic stuff or cooking and, you know, doing things like that. So, so uh, what's your first thoughts on the clip, GB? I just saw love, yo. I just saw black, black love, black excellence. I saw um, an uncorrupted woman. I saw saw a woman that was was raised correctly, and she understands the assignment of being a wife. She understands that she she studied medicine. She's a doctor. But at the end of the day, she understands that a wife's hospital is her kitchen. A mother's hospital is her kitchen. That's how she keeps her loved ones healthy, by putting the right food in them. She chopped up them vegetables. She wasn't She wasn't showing that video to show, like, slamming the vegetables around, slamming the thing around. Oh, this is what this man got me. She was showing the pride that she takes in taking care of her family, and that's... That's a wife's duty. No matter how sexist it sounds, no matter how whatever it sounds, our job is to protect. Her job is to nurture and to cultivate and to, you know, reproduce if she can. But, yeah, I tip my hat to a salute to her. That was that was an excellent representation of what a modern woman should look like. So... All right, I think it's very important to give context because there Please. were a lot. There were a lot of people in the comment section speaking about the fact that her husband is a doctor, also, mm-hmm. right? And you had a lot of women in the comments saying that, "All right, well, he makes he makes money too, okay? Right? So that's why she would go home and cook him dinner. But if she was the breadwinner, what does she look like cooking a meal after doing a 13-hour shift? like a provide. wife that understands the assignment. Like, I don't know. She like a wife. Makes money, not makes money, like, whatever, whatever. Like, it is what it is, you know? Well, I think for the most part, a lot of modern women feel like in place of doing uh, cooking and other type of, quote-unquote, like, domestic duties. Right. They're, they're filling that in with going out and making money. Yeah. So they don't have to do that. Yeah. So. Well, we've I, all I, become I'm, hybrids in in a sense because, um, all right, let's 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 take a couple of steps back. What's your definition of a traditional wife? Um, I, okay, I believe. In your I, words. I think it's a, a, a traditional wife is someone that. Takes care of her family. Okay. Nurtures. Nurtures, right? Whether that be cooking, caring, 
um, making sure everyone is good health-wise, physically, you know, um, being, um, how can I say, they don't have to be, every, you know, a lot of red pill guys use feminine, fit, and friendly. They don't, you know, they don't have to be fit per se, but yeah. Uh, feminine and friendly fit, is a must. Feminine and friendly is yeah. a must. Right. You understand what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, that's that's my definition. Doesn't mean that a traditional wife does not work. Because a traditional wife, now a traditional wife, a tra- doesn't work. Traditional traditional woman or a traditional wife yeah. doesn't. It, that, that doesn't mean they don't okay. work. Okay. Right. Okay. Because I think. A lot of the folks today feel like, oh, how you expect me to be traditional when I got to go out and work, right? Mm-hmm. If women didn't work back in the day when they were more traditional, who did like the quote unquote woman type of jobs? Who were cleaning the houses? Who were the nurses? Who were doing certain jobs? Men weren't nurses back in the day. No. We've always had hospitals, right? Yeah. Um, We always had health care. Absolutely. Right? So- uh, women were nurses back then. Women were maids and things like that. So they went out and worked, and they did certain things, and they came home and they took care of their families. Absolutely. So they, we got this today. People, women got this perception. It was like, well, how am I supposed to be traditional? If I gotta go out and work, I gotta go make money. But women used to also do that. See, but where I, where I disagree with you is, um, I feel like a traditional woman. Does all those things, but she doesn't work. I feel like we have to, to be honest with this conversation, I feel like we have to take it all the way back. I feel like back when women were having six, seven, eight, nine kids, mm-hmm. they stayed home. Okay. And their sole, their sole um, livelihood was based on the man. The man was always the breadwinner, no matter how much bread he bought in. In the scenarios that you I'm saying, the man was still the or, breadwinner, or, or as rich as she, you know. Oh, so the so the, so the man has to be the breadwinner to. to I don't. Be I'm not. A, a I'm not saying he necessarily has to, but that's just the way like things. The, I, that's the I, way I, things I were. Like, and but, I feel like in the traditional marriage, the woman doesn't work. And I feel like we have to be honest if, if we're going to tackle this thing. I don't feel like. Anybody I know is living in the tr- traditional marriage, you know. That doesn't exist anymore, though. It, does, it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't I, exist. You got yeah. first of all, we live like it's outdated. We, it, it's definitely outdated yeah. because how much of the hybrid you want to deal with now? It's everybody. I, all right, I'm not even. Talk, let's not even talk about a hybrid. It's just right. like it's just a new version yeah. of it. Yeah, not yeah. even a hybrid because updated because the majority of people. The masses of people, they have to have two incomes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To live in um, America, at least. Yeah. In, in the United States of America, back in the 30s and 40s and maybe even the 50s, you could live a decent life and raise a family on one income. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's you know, like. It's impossible now. It's not impossible. Well, well, the, it had to be a high income for that one person. Yeah. Right or or you gotta you're gonna have to kinda cut costs as far as lifestyle. You know? You're gonna have to that part. You know. But in order to in order to be at a certain level or standard of living, whichever you know, things that people wanted, 
back in the day, you could do that with one income. Yeah. It's not really that possible with the average income these days, right? So it's new. It's a, it's a whole new um it's a whole new traditional woman traditional wife, right? But working should not it, like absolve you from being feminine and friendly and you know taking care of your you know taking care of your family yeah yeah right you know what I mean? on the vice versa side uh in 2023 working doesn't uh exempt a man from being with the kids and doing stuff with his kids not and, even close not even close you know what i mean not even close. Not even close. Just, we can't we can't use like had, work. Yeah. Yeah, we've had too many conversations with other men and with ourselves about our fathers not yeah, being around. You gotta enough. get out there. You yeah. gotta get so out there. We gotta there. get out there around the house. We gotta get around the house. When she asks us when she asks us to do something around the house, you we gotta, gotta kinda do get it. get to it. You like, gotta do it. We have yeah. to kinda stick into our roles the best we can, but yeah. And I think that's okay. I think that's okay to just, you know, like The Rock said, know your role, man. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Know your role. Know what's needed of you. Well, also, too, maybe, okay, maybe your dynamic doesn't need a traditional situation. It needs, it needs the hybrid. Or knowing the role, I think, is more important than, you know, Fulfilling what a quote unquote man or woman should do. Because, like, you know, let's just say, let's say your wife is or super into stuff around the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just not going to step on her toes there. You're going to let her have that. You, you might have the lawn. It might be things of that nature where, you know, things that are more important to you. Doing things with the kids might be more important to one person than the other. Yeah. yeah. You know? Education. Working with the kids on, you know, things like that. I think that stuff like that. I think another thing that has changed is um, the value system, right? So we live in we live in a day and age where everybody's value based on how much money they bring in. Uh, back in the day, they didn't like you could be a regular guy working at a factory. The fact that you they would say he's a good, honest guy. He comes to work. He comes to work on time. He goes to church on Sunday. He takes care of his family. It's that you know he goes to the he coaches the bat the baseball team or whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna be honest. I think in this day and age, the man who does all of that can have exactly a family and and, and things. Like that's not you know what I mean? That's like now I feel like the man wants more than that. The, the, you know, the man was okay with those things. And the man was okay. You went out. I went out? Yeah. Check, check. You hear me? You're good now. Okay. Good. The man was okay with, I got a, you know, I got a car that runs. I got my little house. Right? Now the man. That's too loud now. The man, like, once more. Where that's not enough for him. Everybody, it's just nothing... Nothing is enough for anybody. Well, if right, if somebody feels like the standard of success or the bar of success is higher than that, yeah, everybody, most people are going to try to achieve that. So 
if back in the day, whatever was the, the gold standard of a good guy, that's what people wanted to do. But the, the values were different. Like, there were other things other than money. Every, like, pretty much everything kind of surrounds money. And I'm speaking, generally speaking, you could do a lot of other things. Is a lot of other things good in your life? You could be a good guy. You could have good morals, good standards, all that, and do stuff here or there, take care of your family. But ultimately, respect comes from, a lot of the times, what you have. These days, it's kind of about what you have. Is clout the same as respect? I think clout comes from what you have. I don't think respect. I think respect is still based on integrity. You could be a douchebag with a lot of shit. And everybody thinks you're a douchebag, and they could play the game around you, but no one really respects you. I think your your character and your all right, you know what I mean, so no, 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 your integrity, you, you could, and, you could, and how good of a man you really are comes comes from. You're talking about really getting to know people. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just speaking. We're talking about like, like marriage, like a, like a, right. like you 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 know your husband, and you know if you don't like him, but he he brings in money, then. You're not going to go above and beyond for him and cook for him and try to keep him as healthy as possible if he's a bad person. You know, you're going to be like, all right, y'all, let's go get that maid. Let's go get that. Like, she she took pride. Like, she she looked like she, she's she been taught that. She chopped up them vegetables, everything from scratch. Everything was made with love. Seasoned everything, put it up in between, did her little work. It looked like she was sending out a couple of emails. It got back to it, boom, 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 everything. It was just a tutorial. It was just a master class. All right. I'm saying you know we, mean? we, but in how to be, um, I got a powerful woman and, and be, be a wife. She probably saved three lives or delivered like three babies that day. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing compared to yo, that fish and that, and that, um, rice that she had to make for her husband. Her husband's nowhere near the picture. Husband is probably in a room with a bed or he probably on his way home. He probably worked a long day too. He probably makes more than her, everything like that. But, yo, well, that's, if you're married to somebody, if you're married as a woman, your job is to nurture and to keep that man on his purpose by keeping him healthy and keeping him alive. All right. Your is it easier? Is your hospital. Is it easier to do that when your, your, your husband can provide? That- it's easier to do that when you like him. Not love them, you like them. You can love somebody and don't like them. If you like and you respect that man, you will have no problem doing that shit. Mm -hmm. There's no, yo, you should really pick up like two, three nights a week. If anything, you're just going to make it easier for you. Maybe you might get some of that um, stuff that comes prepackaged and you kind of prepare it. Mm -hmm. She might cheat a little bit during the week, but when she want to show her ass, she's going to show her ass. Mm -hmm. She's going to video record it and she's going to put it on, you know, on, on social media, so cigars and whiskey could talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. salute to you, young lady. I got nothing wrong with that. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I've seen my mom do it. I've seen my mom go to school. My pops was diagnosed as, as a diabetic, you know what I mean? And I've seen my mom, as a nurse, come home, prepare meals for him because he couldn't eat in the street. He couldn't do all that. She had to prep meals, make sure he had his food, make sure everything was right. She kept that. It, pops is still running. Everybody's still going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what love is, you know? That's what love. Yeah. You know? That's all I know. So that's, you know, when I, when I seen it, 
And that's what I know in my household. Wife be cook with love. Like, she, she, our, our biggest arguments is I'm rushing out the house and she's trying to, yo, you you said you leaving at 6. Like, it's 5.30. Like, give me, like, 15 more minutes to to plate this and put it up for you. Like, mm-hmm. you gave me a timeline on when you was going to leave. Let me put this together for you. I had everything ready. Like, come on. You wildin'. And that, I got to I gotta understand the love. You know what I mean? That comes with love. Like, you don't, she don't want me eat, eating out in the street. You know what I mean? She want me to have that home cooking and that food that she she knows was going into my body to to keep me alive longer. You know what I mean? That's me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Always be saying they want a traditional woman like, oh, can you cook? Can you do it? You not Shut a traditional up. man. Thank you. Be Tell a traditional man. Is you even a breadwinner, boo? Sit down. Anyway, thank you so much Can for this Can you change the tire? Thank yeah. You. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you built a house? Have you built a house, <laughs> baby? Y'all want traditional women, y'all not traditional men. Period. <clears throat> they don't deserve a traditional no, woman. No, you don't. You don't, boo. You should be submissive to me, actually. All right, that's right on the hills of the last video, right? And um, that was that was fun. Um, first, first off, I I think that if you've been if you were born in the mid to late nineties in the two thousands, you have no business speaking about traditional men or traditional women. Why? Because right? they're just too young. They haven't seen that. They haven't seen. They haven't seen. So, what, so their grandparents and their parents, like nobody was traditional in that. Um, you don't, you don't. My really, daughter was born in my oldest daughter was born in 1999, and I felt like I, I, I felt like I played a good example in the being a traditional man. Okay, how did she see you though? She she, she, she could see you know, as a she, traditional she, she, man, but yeah, she didn't she, see you in the in like no, no. I'm not bringing up you know. No, no, come on. She didn't see you you with her you know you and her. Her mother interact like that. You guys were well. She saw me marry her, her mother, mm-hmm. and she and she saw my parents, and even as myself, she she saw me take on those, those roles when it was time for her to learn how to ride a bike or or learn how to drive or drive for the college or do all the heavy lifting. I did the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Her mother did the, you know more like you know teaching her how to do her hair. And everything like that. Mm-hmm. We got her ready for the world, but we got her ready for the world in traditional ways. Even if we were separate, you know, divorced, you know, I felt like we still stayed in our roles for my daughter. Like my daughter saw me, you know, go to work and come back and, you know, make sure, like she asked me when it was time for, I mean, hate to bring it back to money, but when it came down to like if she needed something, I was mm-hmm. the one that, you know, give it to her. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You brought it back to money, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. So if she has a man in her life that can't come up with that bread, mm-hmm. then, like, it's like, okay, do I give that, that man respect like that? If he's not, if he don't got that bread? I think she um she sees the finish line, and I feel like she's going to give grace in order to get to that finish line by seeing what she wants. She knows what she wants, hopefully by seeing it, and I feel like she's going to give grace for it to get to where it's going to get to. I think, like, this video mm-hmm. is about, like, 
what I was saying on the last clip, man. It's a it's respect, right? And I feel like a lot of folks these days, men and women, I'm not just saying just women. Yeah. We respect money. Like you just said, somebody could be a a, a piece of shit. Yeah. If they have money, mm-hmm. they get the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what are they going to buy it? But you don't have to respect them. They they don't even got to buy it from people. People will not get a dime from somebody. But feel like that person is an ill person because they were able to make money. You know what I mean? It doesn't It doesn't have anything to do with their morals, their standards, who they are. It's not true. There's a lot of people who have money and we don't respect them. You would have to give me an example. Um, Martin Screlly, the dude that had that medicine for, damn, I want to say it's either HIV or cancer. I don't know. He has some kind of medicine. And he hiked the price up crazy. And he he went to jail eventually, mm-hmm. and he 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 made millions of dollars. He's the one that bought that Wu Tang album. No, I, I know yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Um, but I feel he I made feel, a lot of money, but no one really respects him. I feel like it could be a skeezy nigga with with with, with, with money. After he showed his ass, yeah, right. After you show, you talking about after he showed his ass, right? With the whole with that whole medication thing, and yeah. also with the Wu Tang thing, he showed his ass. He was yeah. he was he was a bit extra, right? He was he was acting douchebaggish, right? But if he never did that, he might get ultimate respect just for being a rich guy. You know what I mean? Like he could still be the same yeah, asshole. Be a decent person to get being having money doesn't have to do anything with getting respect. I don't think so. I think a lot of people judge I think people. people tolerate you. Yo, bro, I know people. I know folks that will tell me. Yo, that dude is an ill dude. He an ill dude. I'm like, yeah, why is he ill dude? Yo, that nigga got this car. Or that, yo, he drive this, so you drive that. Yeah. And I meet the dude. I'm like, yo, that nigga's, that nigga's lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he a lame dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I had, I spoke to to a dude like, yo, you, you value money, right? It's, it's like, yo, you don't. You you could you would sit, you'd be around somebody who's like lame as hell, yeah. and you'd be like, "Yo, he ill do, he ill do." And I and I and I, I brought up the situation. I was like, "I asked you about another dude. Uh, why is he ill?" And you told me because he had this, so he had that. Like, I think a lot of people do that. Um, and then when it comes to relationships with men and women, like you got her on her plat on this platform talking about, um. At speaking very disrespectful, right, towards men, right, okay. and the first thing she said is like, "Are you are you a breadwinner, right?" And this is this is a lot of times what women do is like when you when you ask them a question or you put them on the spot, they come back with an alternative question, right, to try to move the goalposts, yeah. right. If I'm going on a date with a female, I'm like, "Yo, can you cook?" Like it's just a regular question, like, "Can you bye, cook?" Bye. Like, don't get offended. If you can't cook, cool. If you could cook, cool. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not like a dig on you. I'm asking you a question, right? But you got to ask me, like, are you a breadwinner? Can you fix it? Can you change a tire? Can you can you build a house? Like, yo, bro, I'm just asking you general questions. That's not a dig on you. Don't take it personal. And I think when women, when women feel attacked or they feel like you're poking at them, they, they don't want to... They feel like it's not even an accountability thing. Mm. 
but they want to move the goalposts. No, no. You could just say, yeah, I can't do no, that. Really. I, but you know what? You know what's ill? It, this is what females need to understand is that if you can't do something, like, nah, I can't do that. But, like, yo, for the right dude, I'll learn how I'll to learn cook. I'll learn how to do it, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I'll apply myself like, to this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yo, if I got the right dude, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll learn how to cook. Absolutely. I'll take some cooking Absolutely. classes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I don't know how to cook now. Lotto, Lotto's a rapper. Um, and you have to understand, she's 24 years old. 24 too. years old. And we're watching this, and I don't know, speaking about hip-hop in the first part of the episode, and thinking about what hip hop did for young men in the '90s and the early two two thousands with the misogyny, and now we're entering the city girls, hot girl summer kind of vibe, the women empowerment kind of vibe. It's it's almost the same kind of poisoning of the well. So you think they're, these? They're, you they're think the message they're giving it's, shows it's, respect it's to men? No, I feel like the message they're giving now. It's poisoning young women. Same way the message in the 90s and the 2000s were poisoning young men. Mm-hmm. How to deal with women. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't love no hoe and bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks and all that. You know? But um, I feel like this message now, this hot girl, this p- promiscuousness and no one's going to judge you. Like your body count has no idea. You don't have to be, all you got to do is make money and you don't have to be a good, you know, person. You know? It's, it's, They've taken the hyper masculinity of hip hop and kind of morphed it into their own thing, and they're pushing it out to young ladies now, and they're poisoning the well for a lot of young ladies. And not saying that they can't get out of it or they can't wake up out the spell, but you know, women aren't on the same kind of clock as as dudes. Dudes could kind of snap out of it in their thirties, or you know, even in in their forties, and be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Women are wasting a lot of time. A lot of valuable years by trashing themselves. I think we they they play in the dozens, right? It's like, oh, shut up, bitch. Ah, oh, you a hoe. Ah, oh, nigga, you broke, right? It's just play, it's going back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. everybody throwing dig, digs at each other, right? Right? Yeah. Now it's the women turn. Now, yeah, oh, you cool. broke, you broke. Cool. You know what I mean? We don't let no hoes or whatever like that. Now, chicks is like, we ain't fucking with no broke broke dudes. What broke niggas gonna do? He's exactly. gonna fuck with broke bitches. That is always well, a broke bitch. No, no, I, we know broke. we know that. Yeah, but the message is poison, and a well, lot of the times it's not it's not working. You know what I mean? Nah, now that's working. that's the that's the other thing. If Hot I, girl I summer. What that got her? I don't. Shorty it, got shot in the foot. It's that ass home. We ain't seen it in two years. <laughs> City girl, one of them is snorting coke. One of them is, is, is uh, fucking on a fifty-year-old nigga. This one, Lado, I don't know. So how about it? You know what I mean? Uh, as one of the the <laughs> figures of this show, I'm not sure if those things are actually facts. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna say the views of GB are not necessarily the views of cigars and whiskey. It's writers, producers, or the light guy, or the sound person. Ron, probably. I'm gonna count you in here, Ron. Just jump on a lifeboat. I just had to say that. Hey, he said it. I'm gonna roll with him, man. I'm rolling. I'm rolling with him. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we got with that, man. Yeah, um, you know, it was tongue in cheek. They they, they play in the dozens. No one's taking it serious, but um, in every joke, there's a little hint of truth in it. We know that's how women really feel. 
I always send a message, dude, step your game up. Like, listen, they talking shit. Don't fucking take it personal. Get your paper up. Do your thing. Find a nice, submissive, beautiful, caring, feminine woman. And um, get on, get on, get on your purpose, yo. Yeah. And another thing for dudes, they need to understand the nature of women, right? Um, women are there. They are the shit, right? They they are good. Women are the sh- they are the shit, right? But even the good ones, the nature of a woman, right? Like yo, bro, like um, a dude. Is going to if you give him if you give him something to chew on, he's gonna eat it. You know what I mean? You you tell him some shit that's wrong with him, he's gonna try to fix it. We're naturally we try to, we try to come up with solutions for shit, right? Women are not going to you got to kind of I hate to say it, not necessarily manipulate women, but if you want a woman to do something, a lot of times they're not gonna. They're not going to be a cat. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Accountable for deficiencies. Like if, if, a, if a dude, if you tell a dude like, yo, you need to make some more money. A lot of dudes are going to find a way to try to make some money. We're going to try, right? Um, you, ask a, you tell a woman like, yo, you need to learn how to cook. She might tell you, you need to go, you need to go, you, you need to learn carpentry. You need to learn how to build a house or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So, you got to understand the nature of a woman or whatever. So the way they act or the way they go about things, you can't really take shit personally. You know what I mean? Um, and you got to know that, yo, a lot of the times it's not going to, it's not going to be a, a fair fight, right? When you're going back and forth with a woman, because women flow on emotion, Right. Um, if they feel triggered, they feel cornered, they're going to be like a cat ready to attack and scratch. You know what I mean? They're not going to be like, yeah, you're right. Very rarely you're going to hear a woman say, yeah, you're right. I need to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I ain't paying my child support. What? Oh, because I need You got this. yourself a well rich man. Okay. And what does that have to do with you? A lot, because what I ain't paying no more. I ain't got to pay no more child support. You told me that you didn't be on record saying that you don't pay. You can put me on record all the time. Put it on record. You be lying. See what That's the average. Listen, I ain't, been, I ain't finna going back no, and forth. No, no, no. Tell us I'm done playing the child support. You're you not got your man. You're, you're, you're happily married. Yeah. So you're, you're fine. Because I'm so you're typical. That's it. That's the only thing I'm doing. You're lucky my husband's not here. Is the uh, office trying to get some more yes, money for you? Yes, a rich man. Okay, right? you, so no, you good. You don't need, need no more money from me. Desiree, Wait, you Desiree, don't need Desiree, no more. Desiree, this is your father. Talk to your daughter. Tell don't her why her daddy won't pay her child support. Don't pay her child don't support. My child tell her situation. why my husband has to take don't care of her. Don't put my child in this situation. Because situ- you won't take care of her. I'm going to tell you one more time. What you going to do? Don't put that phone on my face. But I'm talking to you.
continue so you can pay child support. I'm not paying no child support, right? You got somebody that take care of you. You got somebody that's taking care of this out, and you got another man. I wasn't. I wasn't no. I wasn't no bomb. You got. I got with you. Yes, it's a baby mama. You mad? You mad? I don't want to be a baby mama. You mad because I didn't stay a baby mama? Are you married? I ain't never called you baby mama. I love that didn't work out. I'm gonna tell you why it didn't work out. You know why it didn't work out? Because you said you want to be all professional with the guy. No, I'm an right? So that's why I'm not paying no more child. I'd rather go to jail than pay you another thing. He said what he said. Now, you're a guy that prides yourself on never having to step into the courtroom. People's champ. What are your first thoughts on it? For like homies are sucking, man. Like, I don't care how papered up the next man is, yo. Like, my daughter or my his child, his daughter in that in that case should be taken care of by him. You all should right. take pride well, of taking care of your children. All right. So, all right, just a little more context. I, uh, you know, it's a little bit more to it. He said, like. I'll give my daughter money, right? But giving all right, so let's talk let's talk about what is child support for? What is it supposed to be for in your opinion? My in my opinion, child support is for housing, for feeding, for educating, and for basic needs. Deodorant, underwear, and clothes. You know, shoes, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everything else is on you, is the source on how you want to, you know, treat your child. If you mm-hmm. want to just raise your child on the basics, send the child support. When that child acts, calls you and asks you for extra money to to join, to, to play on a basketball team or to go to camp or to get another you know to, to get an extra pair of nikes or to do other things if you want to say no that's up to you and that child you know that that's on you as a father mm-hmm. you know but child support is the basics if that child lives with that parent full time myself i was able to um to stay out of child support court was because my ex-wife and I were able to come up with an agreement on how we were going to house, clothes, pay now, for education. I have a, que- I have a question about do that. All, the, all those things. Is a lot of, okay, is that approach, did that approach, was that approach able to be, uh, to take place because of how proactive you probably were already? Yes. Right? So, like, if you're a proactive person, yeah. maybe, maybe even a little extra proactive if you know you know, you know what's you know it's on the line. Like that should kind of keep you out of that, right? I I didn't grow but, up in a house. I I grew up in a two family house. Right. When her mother and I split, I felt extremely guilty that my daughter was not going to have both her parents because in her life full time. When so do I try women, to supplement it the best way I can. When do women ask? What is the primary? You know circumstance for a woman asking for child support or well, having, let's having just to go, go to from the like housing cool let's go to housing like right. if a woman's on her own she gets a one bedroom what's the difference between a one bedroom and a two bedroom a few, it's some money some money definitely some money what like six hundred dollars probably 
So you should be able to pay like three of that, right? You should be able to split the cost of her having to have that extra room for that child, right? Okay. Okay. You know? That's and then fair. to keep the car on the road like she... And then you almost like... Shout out to Tyrone, yo. Ty, shout out to you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we're exporting a lot of that work mm-hmm. now to um, Ty, right? Mm-hmm. And you're exporting parenthood when you're not raising your child full time, you know? Mm-hmm. So now she has to worry about taking the kid, picking up and taking the kids to, to, to school and daycare and... Well, not so much daycare, but picking her like her schedule kind of revolves around the kid, and you just get to go do whatever you want to do, you know. And that's what child support is for. But I feel like if you're willing to step up and to take on that responsibility, you could come to the agreement with that child's mother and not have to pay child support. I well, I I kind of I some I kind of I kind of hear what dude is saying. Okay, I kind of do hear what dude is saying. In what way? In my opinion, like you said, I feel like child support is for food, shelter, and clothing, right? And if if you have a new husband that you telling me how rich he is, yeah. why do I got to help? Like, why, why do you need my money to go towards your mortgage? So your right? husband should be able to fuck that nigga too then. Like he, that, that nigga's fucking everybody then. Like nigga, what, what he's taking care of her responsibility because he's fucking her. You know what I mean? Like that's the woman she she with. That All doesn't right. necessarily mean that his nuts get to shrink up and he don't get to fucking be a fucking a fucking father. Yo, like yo, all right, that's no, 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 no. That's up. Like he put he put her pussy back on the fucking market and a rich nigga scooped it up. Now you, like everybody hit the lotto because 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 she fucking a rich nigga. No, no, yo, bro, if. He says to me, t- says, all right, I'll do for my daughter yeah. what I want to do for my daughter. But nah, giving, paying you, you yo, bro, I get what, he, what he's saying. Because now if you don't, if, we, if you're talking about a woman that is not in a situation and she's, she's carrying the load and she has your kid and she don't have a significant other that has, if she does, they don't have the means, I get it. But if you're telling me, your your man is rich and you have more than enough to carry your mortgage to pay for groceries in your your house and stuff like that all right i could do shit for my daughter but why do you need my child support why if you telling me that you are your man is rich why do you need my child support I'm not saying I'm not going to be there for my child. I'm going to be give there. Whatever you can when you when you when you, you get to give whatever you want to when you can. Not even. I I would you so give you give a certain set amount. No, no, no. No, not no set amount. If my daughter asks me for something, yes, right. I'm going to get it for her, right? But why like okay, so you want this wait, other wait. man to be your your child's dad. No, no, no. Yo, bro, you just you just said you never stepped into a court, right? Yeah. yeah you no. never had to pay child support. No. All right. No. So you you paid what had to be paid. What was you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now you had to kick in in certain spots, but let's just say for instance, if your 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 lady don't need it, she don't need it. She don't need like even if y'all don't go y'all don't y'all don't go to court, but she don't need your she don't need the money, right? You might still want to get something for your daughter. You might want to buy, take her places, buy her shit or whatever. But you're not gonna be like, yo, you know what? Let me give you money towards your rent. And she'd well, be like, no, nah, I don't need. Hold, hold. Okay. She'd be like, I don't need it. Now nah, I just want to give it to you because 
My daughter lives with you. Is that what we're saying? No. We're saying that if she said that she don't need it, okay, so... Basically, she said she said her husband rich, so they don't need it. That's fine. So let me pay the whole tuition for the school. Or let me pay that whole, you know, what I mean? like, let me take care of something. Like, I'm going to take care of something. Mm-hmm. This is my responsibility, too. Like, I want, like, I need to, as a man, take care of my child. If you are, I'm shooting to do some if bail. If you are fine, if you are fine and you don't need to pay for any of that, that rent, I'm pretty sure, like, if everybody's up and we're not sending the kids to, like, you know, regular school no no offense to public school but we're gonna do a private school and then i'll pay for that then okay like there's always a place where the money can, can, can he didn't can this go. is what i'm trying to if say she's into gymnastics i'm gonna dude, pay for gymnastics dude didn't, if dude didn't for say classes, no, no 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 i'm gonna pay for tutoring i'm gonna pay for anything i'm going to all right i'm going to contribute okay. to benefit my daughter yes in a yes way. but if the, she wait, says wait, wait. That she no 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 that much. if she don't if she if you if the woman does not need the basicness she don't need you to help cover food shelter and clothing right. or even food and shelter yeah that's not even because you could buy clothes for your kid or whatever right, right. But if she said if if you know she's good with the basics with food and and shelter, yeah. right? Yeah, you just gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna just give you money just because if she says she don't need it, because indirectly, you have to. indirectly she's saying she don't need it. If she's saying her husband is she's rich, saying that she right? doesn't need you to be a so, father. So to now your kid. it seems her like, husband is the father of her kid now. Huh? Her new husband is the father to you. That's no. all she's saying. She lit. And that's wait, how wait, you wait, should wait. take no, it. No, 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 no. If all right, if she's hold, saying that, yo, got, I don't no, this need is what your I'm, money. No. If she's saying, I don't need your money to raise my child, she's saying, my husband has enough money to raise your child. I don't need your money. I don't need you to be a father anymore. Bro, if, we, if, if we're in a relationship, me, me and my baby moms is in a relationship, right? We have, the, we have the ability to split custody. Yeah. But if you want full custody... You you want her living in your house with your new husband, right? And most majority of the time, if you got a woman that is a decent woman, she's gonna get that custody. Right? She's got she's probably gonna get preferential treatment over the man. Well, that's the perk of have of going to child support. You get court mandated custody. So you either get holidays, you get weekends, you get summers. So you the court mandates time that you get with your 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 child as well too. Okay. So, okay. All right, but what I'm saying is that with that you made the de- you made the decision. You didn't want to split custody with me. You have her living with you. Yeah. Right? You want you wanted full custody and they granted you full custody, mm-hmm. right? Then your husband, right? He marries you knowing you have these kids or whatever like that. Right. So, when you when as a uh, a man that's dating a woman that has a child, you know you're taking on that responsibility. You're not gonna get the woman. You're not gonna get the woman without the child. No, yeah, fine. So, so is he totally wrong to say like, yo, if you telling me how rich your husband is, all right. So, what you need my child support money for? If you got, if you got the basics covered, because this dude is rich, I don't need. You don't need me to help pay y'all mortgage. Right, you don't need me to help with the grocery Why bill. Should, it's, it's a sense of pride, though. It's a sense. You ever had to move in with somebody? No, no, no. The pride. You ever had no, to move no, in pride, with somebody no, the, that the was kind of good without no, you anyway. No. But then, you know, you just there, and you're like, yo, you know what? Just as a, just as a sense of good faith and a sense of pride, 
I'm going to give you something, even though I know you don't need it. I'm just going to give you this anyway. You get you 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 got to pay your way in life. Like you can't. I, I don't know. And a sense of pride, like you know, you, you can't look at Future and um and um Russell Wilson right now. Mm-hmm. Future got it. Russell Wilson got it. Future is being clowned by social media and America for n- letting another man raise his child. If that's what it looks like, you're I letting another man be your child's See, daddy. And this is this if you is this cool go, with wait, that, wait, wait, then cool let, with wait, that. No, no, no. If you want to walk around, nah, nah, nah. See, another man see, be you, your you, child's you, daddy. Do you understand what you're saying? Good for you. This is what this is what I'm just. This is what people respect. Money, money. You just talking about money, right? He right. never he never said I'm not gonna like he could just raise my daughter. He right. said like yo, you don't need my money. He's no. taking the shit to camp. He's doing everything with her. Yo, you know he what's said, a good thing the, bro? The you dude know, you said know what he could say. He could be like yo, listen, that's cool. First of all, he don't got no choice in this child. I don't even know what that whole argument is about. No, nah, he 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 don't really like. Got no I don't I don't even understand what that talk was about because there's no negotiating child support in the fucking hallway of a fucking. House, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, you gotta go to court for that shit. Yeah, and when the court, when when the judge says you stop paying, that's when you stop paying. Mm-hmm. So all that talking he doing doesn't mean anything. No, but, he, he said he'd go to jail before you yeah, get any money. And that's the first sign of a fucking deadbeat. There's a lot of niggas in jail right now because they don't want fucking first of all pay for their fucking kids. All right, so first of all, I think they're both scorned, right? They're both scorned, and if if you really if you really sitting there talking How about. She Huh? She's going to start off first. Because it, if, if first of all, if he's a bum, like she called him, that that child support she getting is bullshit if her man is rich. Have some fucking pride. So you deserve to just Bro, what's, what's just the pride? What's the pride to say? Paying I, for your fucking kid. No, 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 no. He. This is what I'm trying to say. I, I, I said it before, but I don't know if you're what listening. How much money does he He, did, he said, he said I, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for my daughter's shit myself. He said that. Right, so what, if, like fucking s'mores at camp. And I don't know. I don't know. Wait, 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 I can't tell you about? what that is. But child support. Oh, can you that's why. That's why we spoke please. about what the that what the no. It's not in the video. It goes further. It goes. It goes, video, it goes further. But as as far as he said that yo, he would provide for his daughter himself. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. like basically. A I'm la not. Carte. Go- you want to a la carte dad? Like, yo, bro. Which I was. I was a la carte dad, but I was above and beyond. But cool, please, please. Well, I mean, I don't know. As far as. Another nigga up, like, oh, let this nigga be. Uh, you want to sign? You, you want me to sign somewhere? Cause that nigga be his daddy. That's why. Dude, this is why we spoke about <laughs> what are, what, what do you mind? consider child support? What is it for? Right? And yeah. we said it was for the basic necessities. Yeah. And if the basic necessities are covered, right? Yeah. Like, yo, that shit go. The the fucking new nigga. Pardon me, cool. I actually didn't see Jack, but I'm, I'm gonna finish up. The new nigga that she fucking gets reimbursed. For what he's spending on your fucking no. kid. Mm-mm. Yes. No, he don't. Cool. Interject. I don't know. You <laughs> kind of took it further than, than where. Yeah, you want to play stepdaddy? Well, then you play stepdaddy. Yeah, you want to play stepdaddy. But play stepdaddy. Daddy, you want to be trans daddy now. Well, I definitely don't want no stepdaddy. Yo, see, I don't know, man. I feel like what you lay forth as a man is what happens with the rest of everything else. Her. I guess you a cam, her man. Bar- listen, too cool, man. Her, the camera for you. Her barking on him, the way she's barking on him, if I had to just take it for face value, it's probably because the nigga might have been dishonest in some other situations. That's one. She mad. Aspect, right? She mad. She mad about maybe the nigga was 
messing with too many biddies or you know what I'm saying? Maybe he wasn't giving the money. Maybe she had a little chain he had on. Maybe right? he was funny pimping. with the money. So pimping, she pimping. had to do child like I told you, you enter child support, I kind of feel like for one or two reasons. Either like one, you're not dependable. A person doesn't see you dependable enough to where I can just count on I make sure you you paying. You, yeah, you I gotta up. make sure. I kind of gotta, gotta. I gotta get somebody involved to make yeah, you kick in. Yeah, because if I don't, you know, what I'm saying I, that's where I believe it comes from. Or two, you just messed up the relationship so bad that a person doesn't have a compassion for you and what you can do. And once again, it's kind of like feelings controlling both. <laughs> mm. Both lanes So him Especially him Not going back and forth I'll go to jail Versus the You know <laughs> Things like that are they, just, they, You got two people Trying to spite each other That's right? what it really looks and That's what it really first, looks if, like. if I'm this, If I'm the stepdad If I'm the new husband That shit would not go down That 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 like We're not gonna do this argue, We're not gonna argue about No this. I'm not gonna let my wife Argue with her baby pops Over If, if I got over bread like money, that Over some money Over some little money Right Cause she called, she called him a bum, right? right? So evidently, that child support is probably nothing, right? And if we got it, why are you sitting there arguing with this nigga over the little money? That's something they got to work out. No, it is, but bro, I, I would, I, I'd be like, yo, you, you giving that dude that much energy yeah. over the money he giving? That's what a lot of people don't want to mess with women with children because there's a third person in their relationship now mm. now you gotta have her blood pressure up high she don't wanna give you no pussy tonight she cause she mad at another nigga we gotta be accountable for our decisions if you de- if you make the decision to move move on with somebody that has uh a s- prior situations mm. that's the shit you gotta deal with yeah. Yeah. just put up an important post where I said men don't like BBLs men are just sexually attracted to naked women and women with BBLs just tend to be the most naked. Now, mind you, I didn't even say attractive for real. I said sexually attracted. Women are often poke at men and say men are hit anything. And to a certain extent, it's kind of true. But just because we desire to have sex with a woman doesn't mean we desire to actually be with that woman. Sadly, it doesn't even mean that we like her. A lot of times we just be looking at free breast and booty while simultaneously overlooking all the things we don't like. And then the things we don't like end up being the things that women think we do like. Oh, they must like that kind of outfit. They must like the way she acting. Nah, she just naked. Oh, her likes done went up since she had her breast surgery. Yeah, but she also wasn't showing us all that before she had her breast surgery. Whether the body is real or fake, thick, skinny, or in between, when it comes to free booty and breast online, we gonna like them pics regardless. It don't mean we actually like you. What we think? Broke down the man, the man dynamic on social media perfectly. It's not really like, you know, the whole liking thing. I don't know. I don't really do the whole liking thing, but like you see women on social media and it's just, it's the new King magazine. Like it's the new magazine. Like it's the new, you know, Playboy magazine or something like that. You just flip through it. Like men like to look at. Shout out King magazine. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Maxim. Straight stunting. Maxim had a, had a little case straight stunting. No, but Space Dutton was a little bit more more recently. Uh, you know what I mean? They started celebrating the BBL a lot too. Yeah, I'm just saying. Real? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like I, I never had ep- I, I never cop straight Space Dutton. I kind of grew out that stage by then, but um, yeah, just men like to just look at 
ass, free ass and titties. Like, it is what it is. There's no, there's nothing involved in it. There's no love. There's no, it's just part of man nature. You know what I mean? Um, as far as the men don't care for BBL, yeah, not it. We've kind of spoken about this a couple of times, but um, with the BBLs, it's uh, I don't know. It's like it's still sex workerish. It's still it's still like yo, if if you got that, like you know, I feel like eventually you're gonna sell pussy. Really? I don't know. Man. I I, just, I, like, I think it's because you, you promoting it. Like, all right, if you're driving around with a for sale sign on your car. People gonna ask you if they're gonna buy it, right? <laughs> I feel like a BBL is driving around with your vehicle with a for sale sign in the back. Well, I think at this point it's become so common. Um, like I told you before, man, now I, I do a lot more work in the boroughs and I'm in Queens and Brooklyn. And you see your average women, like, and I mean average as far as like, they're not doing sex work. There, you could be. You could be the male lady, got a BBL. The, the woman that works at, um, the the freaking a freaking restaurant or something like that. BBL. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's. But you don't know if she got OnlyFans that night. No, you don't. But I think that, of course, it's, it's all about attention seeking. You know, or same fixing fixing same your way insecurities. Got podcast. Women got fucking. Same way men got a roadcaster and a couple of mics and the fucking cameras, the way they clown us. Mm-hmm. Same way they got fucking BBLs and fucking OnlyFans. I would. I, I don't know if I would agree with that. Like, I don't think all the women that have, you know, a lot of. I don't think the majority of women that have there, got the work there. done have have OnlyFans. Right. Um, I'm just saying this on the table because you already did the paperwork for it. Hmm. I judge women that got BBLs. A and woman that got a BBL can't, can't, kind of, you know, you're not really wifey material. Faking jacks? No. Faking jack? Can't be? Listen, I really get to know you. You got to really have a good story. Maybe your body was super trash before I met you. But to go that far, to have cosmetic surgery, to get your ass in Like, you're getting your sexual parts enhanced. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're attracting a certain kind of attention. It ain't like, yo, you fixed your nose to look prettier or you did some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you it's basically... All, you don't think it's all based on insecurity, though? Like, if you if you get a nose job, it's like, all right, you didn't feel so secure about your nose, so you want to get a job done. If yeah, you, some, if people, you felt, some people have fucked up noses, though. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> people got fucked up breasts, and they got flat asses, and they, you know, they want to fix it. So... So it, make, it makes it more palatable to nigga... To, to, to fuck them Yeah I, I think it's all only to fuck them it's, I think it's definitely All about attention Right And It Like dude said on the video It doesn't attract The right attention Most times Not at all um, I think there's A mental aspect Of this whole thing Like Of course Like I said This is dealing with Insecurities In women And just because you fix it, I think when they when they get the shit done, it's more or less like a like if you bought a new car or something like that. You got a new pair of shoes or some shit. It's nice and fresh that first couple weeks, that first month or whatever. But after a while, it kind of get old, and what's not fixed inside the head is still there. You know what I mean? And then I think that 
is so readily available now that you're not really most women are not standing out anyway because every you know a lot of people have it these days and um everybody's just looking for a little bit more attention man i think that's what it is but um i think men do like the style of the bbl right that the 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 model bbl like the plump butt and the tight waist and all that. Like, I think dudes really like that look. And what is an exaggerated, it's an exaggerated um, form of the women's anatomy, of the sexual part of the women's anatomy. So, you know, started from what Melissa Ford and like Key Toy, like those first video vixens mm-hmm. with the, with the fat asses and it, it kind of went into that. Yeah. You know, it kind of, yeah, it kind of morphed into that. And then Kim Kardashian kind of came around and she, she, she kind of took it through the roof. You know what I mean? Do, do you think most men feel like you feel like they wouldn't take a chick that got a BBL serious as nah, far as like wifey nah, nah, material? Nah. I feel like I'm married. So I could, I'm I speak up from a place of privilege, but I feel like initially like, we're going to be honest, sexuality always attracts a man to a woman first. No, sexuality attracts a man to a woman to have sex, yeah, but yeah. to marry, well, I'm talking about marriage and, and relationship. Door. Well, once you get to know her and you know her values, that's what, that's the thing. You know, I'm talking from a place, I'm talking from high up on the hill. So do you, do you feel like women that do have BBLs, their moral standard or their ethics are? They're shortchanging their, their selves. Because even if they are a good woman and they have all those qualities, you're still walking around with all that. You still got to walk around like an Avenger. You know what I mean? Everywhere you go, regular clothes don't really fix you well, so you got to wear those tight-fitting clothes everywhere you you go. And now a man who really digging you got to fucking deal with being ass police. You got to police your ass everywhere he go. You know what I mean? Niggas just constantly on you, looking at your ass because... You know for sure you selling it. Why you got that shit? Like yeah. why you got that shit? Why you got all that and you not selling? Like I can't give you hundred fifty dollars for that. Like <laughs> it doesn't make sense to like rational men. Like you selling your pussy because you got that. Mm. I I just feel like you get with a woman that does have that have that work done. The attention that you give her is not going to be enough. She did that to get more validation. And affirmation from other people, from the general public. Mental illness. And it's another byproduct of, from the Lotto video, that poisoning of the pool. That a lot of these, you know, entertainers now with the are are doing to the female culture. Mm. You know what I mean? We started this off this episode saying that hip hop is the culture. Every prominent female artist right now got a BBL. You know? Yeah. Except like maybe lot. Um, I mean maybe um, let's go maybe maybe the little skinny minis, Coy, Coy, Coy um, Shorty, um, from from New York, Lola, and and the other one from Glow. They don't got no BBLs, you know what I mean. But everybody else got got the you know Nicki Minaj was the biggest female artist for years, mm-hmm. and she walked around with that fucking bumblebee butt for years, and that influenced everybody. You know that that was the beauty standard. Mm-hmm. Poison the well Like you know And hopefully you know You find a good woman Who hasn't been poisoned By that You find a young enough Where she don't take That tax return And go Put $5,000 Into the, to the to, to, to ass cheeks 
mm. know what I mean? But um, yeah, man. Yeah, men, I don't know. Men, man. men judge women with, with BBLs, man. They sex workers to us. You know what I mean? Real, real niggas. Uh, you know what I mean? Man. So, you put them up. Put it like that. All right. All right. We got to keep it honest when Um, you could give some context to this one, GD. Sent it over. I felt like it was nice and healthy. I felt like this was a, um, this is one of those things where they um overdid it, but I feel like there are healthy aspects of this that can play into a healthy relationship or marriage. They basically said that they have weekly meetings mm-hmm. about their marriage. And they discuss stuff like finances, trips, and um, their schedules and all those things. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, a weekly meeting is overkill, but I feel like um, every month or at the least every season, a good sit down over dinner and just really have a goal of really communicating on what your goal is. Mm-hmm. And what you know, and kind of co- collaborating that with your wife mm-hmm. is extremely healthy. Do you do it? Not as much as I. <laughs> not as much as I want. No, it's it. it I might it, do it, it every. Honestly, we do in the spurts, but I would say like every every six, every about six six months we. We kind of sit down and really trying to pencil it out. And I feel like a lot of it is done in passing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But to, like, sit down and that's the actual goal, maybe about six months go by. Um, At least I, twice twice a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely start talking about certain things during tax time. Tax time. Um, but, yeah, probably – and, and same here, like as far as in passing, but looking at the way they had it structured and the way they were doing certain things, I think that's super important, right? Um, yeah. Just to discuss your finances and as far as if you guys are still aligned as far as the business side of marriage. Um, there's a new show on Netflix. I'm not sure what the name is. My wife is getting into it. It's like, I want to be rich or yes, something Yes, I like love that. it. I love it. And I saw, I saw like the first three episodes of it. I think yeah. I spoke to you about it a little bit. Yeah. And my, my wife. you watched any of it? I watched a, a tad bit of it before I went to bed last night, but my what wife has been you, watching. Did, what couple did you see? I saw the two white gay guys. That well, were, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but. It's basically like it shows that a lot of couples, they don't really communicate when it comes to finances and shit. No. You know what I mean? No. Like no. people like hiding stuff when it comes to finances, yeah. credit. On that show, there was a um, a black couple. Mm-hmm. I really like dude. dude. Dude was cool. He didn't really remind me of myself, but he kind of reminded me because they had children and um he he was married to to his his wife of course and he was just um he was a gamer 
So he liked he he was a gamer and he was a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. So he liked to buy sneakers and he liked to buy games. He just couldn't and 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 their goal was to buy a house, mm-hmm. and he just couldn't turn it off, you know. And um, I feel like that conversation needs to be having that that show lent a level of transparency. It was almost like an intervention for him and be like, yo, fam, we're not going to take it to the next level unless you clean this, this thing up, you know? I figured it out without an intervention, but there's certain things and certain explosion happens that as a man, and if you're going to be the um, breadwinner to, to say, or, you know, you want to be the leader of your family, mm-hmm. you got to have certain things in in order in in order to take your family to the next level. Finances, it's a difficult thing to talk about, though. It's weird. You know what I mean? It's weird. Uh, it's it, weird may, it may seem weird because we make it weird, right? Well, uh, you just got to get comfortable personal. with it. What do you mean? This is the person you, you're sleeping with every night. Like, how, well, per- like, how much more tax personal term, can like, During tax return time, and I got to <laughs> give up all my, like, bank. Like, when we was buying a house, it's, like, it's so invasive because everybody can see everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you're... Like they can see your whole debit, they, they, your your debit card is is who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a weird, especially if you're not living the way you purport yourself to be living. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you spend that much money on that? Where are I? I like you spend that much money on those? Okay. Like maybe you don't want to wake up in the morning, you know, and get the sneakers. When they first drop at ten o'clock and get them retail, mm-hmm. and you just like you, you're a stock X guy. You're gonna spend the extra hundred fifty dollars for the sneakers and stuff like yeah. that. Like you look a little nasty in the light, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, I heard you say it. You were the first one to really say like you feel like you should run your household like a corporation, and in any business, you know, making sure the books are straight is is very important. You got to see how much is coming in, how much is going out, yeah. where you can cut costs, yeah. where you can, you know, you could do better in. Yeah. So, because there was such a level, that was the first time I ever worked for a big corporation. Um, I've either worked for myself or I worked for like a mom and pop. With the corporation, there was such a a level of transparency to the to the goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is where we want to be. This is where we have to be. This is where we project us to be. Mm-hmm. Projections. And the the whole thing that, like, you are supposed to be better than you were last year. Like, there's an expectation that, you are, that you're going to be better than you were last year. Mm-hmm. You know, and putting that in the world, you know? And that's what kind of, like, sparked for us have and that was like two two years ago maybe like around like new year's mm. you know what i'm saying and um i was getting all these emails like all right yo you did this for us last year big nigga but next year we need that and some change you know what i mean we some chips yeah. on that dip you know what yeah. i mean and it's like all right yeah that's i'm up to that task and i feel healthy about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and maybe we could bring that in, in, into the family you know what i'm saying yeah but um that's a little over I think weekly. I don't is think overdoing I don't. It. I don't think it's over. I don't think it's overdoing it because okay. you got to think about it. Most people they get paid on a weekly or a biweekly basis, right? Right. So as money comes in, you should really sit down and figure out what's going to happen with that money that comes in. Okay. Right. right. So because a lot of the times when weekly feels a little bit more like micromanaging, though. 
Could there, be. There, there, there's a nuance to it. it. Everything that's good. If you're serious about your financial success, yeah. it's not going to be overkill. You know what I mean? But there's a little bit of finesse and grace that goes into a relationship as well, too. I get it. I get it. But you know what I mean, and if she sees everything that comes into you, that comes in and out, and you have everything purported for, how are you supposed to surprise her for that with that tennis bracelet for her anniversary? No, I I think that you start, you could start weekly, and then scale it back. But because okay. because the reason being the reason why I say that is because I feel like most people discuss financial things with their partner in passing, right? Yeah. And they, they they talk about dreams and goals yeah. like sort of like on a whim in a sense. Yeah. Right? We don't yeah. they don't we don't really sit down and strategize on yeah. how we're going we're to sure accomplish to those up. goals and those up dreams. You get that hot rag, you be like, yo man, we think about starting that business we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Remember that turkey sandwich that you made a little earlier. Remember a little half of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love I always say to my wife, right? So being being self-employed, like when it's tax time, um my accountant has like a planner, like a tax planner, right? So she makes she makes me go through all my receivables and all my costs, mm-hmm. right? So most bank statements will have it broken down. But then I just go through about and see how much I spent on certain things, like right. whether it be gas, whether it be truck maintenance, whether it be, you know, whatever it is. Right. And I say to myself every time, like, I need to be looking at this on a monthly or right. monthly basis, right. not just at the end of the year yeah, when yeah, everything yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. could I probably could have saw that I was running at a deficit in this area and I could have, you know, I could have kind of nipped it in the bud yeah. earlier. You yeah. understand what yeah. I mean? Because if you catch it now, exactly. you can tighten up the belt in certain areas, spend in certain areas, and, and you know, like, yo, listen. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, so yes, when yes, you yes. when the, the more you take looks at it and the more you talk about it and you discuss it, yeah. the better you guys are going to be, be, be in the One future. One thing I didn't see on that was um, scheduling sex. I feel like scheduling sex is... is, is <laughs> Is healthy as well too. That shit is corny. Scheduling <laughs> sex? Nah, listen, dog. Yo, listen. If two people <laughs> on two different wavelengths, <sighs> scheduling sex could be important. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we can't I'm go just on. Fucking, I'm fucking with you because I know. You, that's why I said it's corny because I'm fucking with you because I know you said I know you you're on a different schedule. Like you work overnight and shit like that. So you 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 might have to do that. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, like, period, though. Even if you're not, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, listen, like, just, we could live on the, men and women have different expectations of sex, mm-hmm. of each other. You know what I mean? Um, having at least a baseline, mm. I feel like it's healthy. You know what I mean? We could all wait on it of, happening. Of the amount of times? A baseline of how many times you're going to have it? Or, or when you're going to have it. Uh, a lot of a lot of married men complain about the frequency of sex that they have. I feel like they the biggest disconnect of men and women having sex is women feel like it's a chore and men feel like it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. So I feel like women feel like if they had a hard week or they had a long week or they're running around with the kids and everything like that, we could bypass it for this week or 
or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. or whatever. We could just cut it down to how many other times, you know, you you guys have have, have sex. But I feel like if the man was like, yo, listen, Tuesday, Thursday, I need that, or like Tuesday, Friday, you know what I mean? If you just set that baseline, at least it's set. I think that's and a letdown. You're setting yourself up for a letdown. Well, she knows that she's falling short at least. Again, accountability. Okay. You think a woman's going to be like, oh, yo, you know what? You're right. I'm falling short. I was supposed to have sex with you Tuesday, but I didn't. You she going to be like, yo, you I did this. On. I had to take the kids this. It's yo, that's that. why. That's why that. I didn't have sex with you on Tuesday. Right. She ain't going to be like. But at least you sit in that, like, yo, you know I need it, too. You know the gas need, you know the car need gas in it. You going to drive that shit to work? Good luck. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you gonna, you might not make it. <laughs> you might not get to work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, cool, I'm all? I don't know, man. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. Go. Like, um, oh, it, it, it's, as far as, uh, I guess you got you, you can still keep some spontaneity into the sex life also, even if you, you're scheduling certain things. Mm. But, um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can still t- keep spontaneity, but, I think scheduling, it's like uh, a lot of times, I, I feel like you'd be letting yourself, for, setting yourself up for a letdown. You know what I mean? I, I just. Say communication is key in everything. If it you is. Communicate something, at least your other person knows what your expectations of them are. I feel like that's the baseline for success. We're, we're building a business. We have meetings, what, twice a week? Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. And. I feel like communication is clear. We both know where 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 we're going. Cool is completely in the mix. He knows exactly where we're going. Everybody's clear on everybody's direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It can't hurt in interjecting that into your home life and into your sex life. I I hear you, but um, no surprises. Uh, you you say is is no minimize surprise. surprises. Okay. Always surprises. Okay. All right. Do you start? Do you start to schedule like the the amount of time you no, have sex? That like that's a little crazy. Like that gets a little crazy. I don't know. I just yeah, nah. And it's it's like yo, how do you how do you how do you approach that? Right. It, it's Tuesday. Tuesday comes up and it's like, all right, yo, I'm I'm home. Like we we had sex schedule for today. Yeah. Are we gonna ready, Are be, we gonna do it now it or? Listen, a lot of men. All right, all right. Let's 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 take it back one step. A lot of men depend on sex on spontaneity, right? Mm-hmm. It's childish mm-hmm. to expect sex in a marriage on spontaneity is a little childish. Like, how is that childish? It's childish to think that your wife is still going to be the freak that you met her at. When she was faking Why it. Why she got to be a freak? Because she just, was faking just... it to get with you, same way you was faking to be Don Juan. Now we all have a lot more on our plate, and we're all a lot more busier. Let's just talk about it and just be like, instead of just having these false expectations and these expectations of who we think each other are, let's just set it up. You come on like, yo, I need it three times next week. She's like, yo, three, big nigga, yo. I study for this test, yo, maybe two. You know what I mean? Come to an agreement, and then you, you know what I mean? And then you take it from there. It, it, no, no, no. It doesn't, like, they, that's it a sounds difference, very though. transactional and very sterile, 
Yeah, it but does. I feel like it's a lot more realistic to be like, "Oh, baby, is your pussy wet tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh. you you said being being spontaneous is childish. Why don't you just give me? Why don't you just give me head on the way home from the restaurant? Like a lot of niggas still think like that. A lot of men, forty. What do you men do? I'm saying, all right, like, yo. So yeah, you know, why she? Why she ain't jerk me off on the way back from Mabaki? Like what the fuck? Like it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Let's just schedule your jerk off on the way home from Mabaki. You 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 schedule that? No, I know. You schedule That's a that. Too personal for me, sir. No, no, no. I'm just saying. No, do, you, 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 <laughs> I ain't telling you everything. On you, this you, shit. you you schedule <laughs> you schedule stuff like that? Like yo. I need to whack off on on Monday, like Monday at six. Like, how about a how about a, a hand job? Like, you're not gonna do I that. Like, I feel like if you set the baseline, your basic minimums are fed, and it leads to a healthy level of spontaneity. I think. Okay, I think that when you set expectations, right. It's like it's weird because you're saying like it's supposed to help you out, but you're setting expectations, right? For the amount of time that times your wife should have sex with you, right? And if she doesn't live up that live up to those those that those times, you're gonna be disappointed. Oh yeah, the next meeting gonna be a little spicy. <laughs> you gonna we gonna break out the chalkboard like yo. You and you, you 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 think going forward it makes it better? Right? You think it makes it better, like it makes it rigid like a job. Like, oh, here's your performance review, right? We were supposed to have sex um three times a week, twelve times out of the month. We only did it seven times. You missed five times. Like, what's up with that? Like, mm. are you are you reprimanding her? Not not so much. I don't I don't think it'll come to a reprimand, but I I feel like you know it sets a health it's it's a healthy baseline. It starts a conversation where and it it seems one sided though. It's awkward for a lot of it's awkward for it a, seems one sided for a lot of men. It seems it seems one sided. Like like when you do that and then and then the man is scheduling. Now I, I could see if but it's not a man scheduling it. You, you guys are scheduling it. Your relationship I, all right, because the way you, the way you were you were making it as if no, like, like yo, I need that. sex this amount of times. Ah, we need to carve these out, right? It like, yo, it's not listen. Like this is the baseline for when like, you schedule intimacy. No, no, no. Like no, yo, no, no. We're gonna go to it, dinner this, both this parties. Night. Yo, we got this. Yo, Ron and Michelle invite us to this this night. Yo, boom. We're gonna have this babysitter. Boom. Yo, you know. You uh, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you got to pencil that in, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? I feel like it's healthy, man. I don't know. You know? All right. I'm saying it, it, it Schedule works. Schedule it. It, it works. For, you know, it, wor- it works for certain people. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going to go fix it. Yeah. You roll next clip. Trying to fit in. And they're looking around for ways to connect to other kids. What do we have in common beside our address? Maybe it's hair color or eye color. Maybe it's language, maybe it's anime, maybe it's gender or music. And that's all fine when they're young, but as they develop pre-adolescence, when they start really seeing themselves and trying to figure out who they are or who they're becoming, it becomes a little more complicated because they start noticing certain dynamics and they start feeling marginalized, always on the fray of a thing, but not in the mix of it sleepovers where other moms know each other better than your mom know any of the moms because they hang out or they go to the same synagogue or the same church and then there's the biases conscious or unconscious 
I mean, your kid might be really good at the sport, but the dads that hang out together kind of look alike, and so they tend to pick each other's kids as top kids on the team. Or your daughter or son never gets a solo in a dance performance, and you don't want to pull out the race card and say, that's it. But you might feel it in the pit of your stomach, though. And if you don't have a community for your child, the struggle is real. Because they really feel alone, fighting for their lives, trying to figure out who they are. Self-loathing starts. They just want to fit in. You know, one of the things I noticed is when I went back home to the hood, and yeah, the area looks depressing, the buildings are dilapidated or whatever, but going into the store, there is a real sense of community amongst my own that I didn't notice before. Like the way that we just organically talk to each other in the aisles, calling each other baby, ma'am, sir, honey. Like if my boys were walking around in the store in the hood, somebody else's mom is gonna call them baby. Baby, can you pick that up for me? Honey, can you get that over there? Ain't nobody in Wegmans calling my son's baby or honey. And it's a subtle thing, I get it, but it's connection and it builds a sense of community in ways that you don't even think about because if you're in mostly white spaces, white kids are getting that all day because they look like somebody else's um, son or daughter or nephew. And so they may be getting that kind of constant nurturing within their community from random strangers all the time. And so they're in a community that's constantly building their self-esteem, constantly encouraging them in some way. And I got a bone to pick with other black moms in these communities. Like if you're in the suburbs and there's about three, four of us in a huge community, we're just peppered into the neighborhood. Why aren't we speaking to each other? What is with the wave and keep walking if we do? Because other ethnicities unapologetically get together in the playground, on the corner, start hanging out together. I think we're afraid to look like we're about to start an uprising. I'm just going to say it. Raising kids in the suburbs where you're the minority is some bull. And I get the goal is to have the best opportunities, the best school, the best education. But honestly, at what cost? Because while as a parent, you're worried about their academics and opportunities, GB. Like, um, strong message. All right. I feel like it's, it's a strong message. I don't know. I saw that video and it just kind of didn't resonate with me so much. But yeah, yeah, it did resonate with me a lot. Cause, all right. I grew up in, um, I was, I was born in Flushing. I was born in Flushing, moved to Long Island. But um, when I first came out here, my parents put me in a um, a private school, um, Other Dear Lords. And I was one of the two black kids in a 20-kid class. And I didn't, I didn't have a problem fitting in, but I felt like other members of my family had problems fitting in. But in the neighborhood, we were fine, you know? And um, just in the, just in the neighborhood, though. in the neighborhood, and that's the juxtapose to what she was saying. She was saying 
she was talking about a community mm-hmm. as opposed to a neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like I feel like black people aspire to live in certain neighborhoods, but they don't take account of what the community is. The community is the glue that keeps people together. The the interactions and the talking to the other kids and the raising other kids and like they live there, but they're not part of the community in a sense. If they live in the neighborhood, yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and um, you know, I feel like a lot of people of color aspire to move into neighborhoods that don't really reflect what they look like, but they don't really take account for yeah. what that means for their kids with that lack of community for what for most black people man white is right man nah. yeah so oh. um i i get i get what she's saying man um it's a huge social aspect of all of that yeah um we try not to uh Put our our um. <laughs> we try not to put our um. What's the words? I'm uh, the word I'm looking for. Our um. Our insecurities about like racism and stuff. Like we we try not to push that on our kids because children are innocent. You know what I mean? Um and. Just because we've gone through something doesn't mean they're going to go through something. But I feel like a lot of times um, you always have those moments where you may realize, like, you're kicking it with certain people. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm not not like y'all. You know what I mean? I'm really not like y'all. There'll be a moment where, you know, it'll be known, right? As far as much as you try to fit in. And as much as you try to get acclimated to the community and, you know, you want to be a part of it, a lot of times it's it, it may just never happen. You know what I mean? And, and you, you really don't have a choice in the matter. Um, some people may take to you, especially, you know, in certain communities, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to take to you. What does the community mean to you? Like, what what's the difference between a community and neighborhood to you? Uh... I, I don't I don't really I really don't see a difference. Or I don't think there's a difference between a, a neighborhood and Yeah. Well, community community is neighborhood is where you live, but I think community is the people. Yes. You know what I mean? And if the community and if people have a shared interest, like shared religion mm-hmm. or shared Sports interest or saying like this is a baseball community, this is a football mm-hmm. or like a, mm-hmm. like you know, go to the same mosque or to the same church or mm-hmm. to, to to the same um synagogue. That intertwines people a little deeper than just saying hi and bye. Yeah, absolutely. In front of your house, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you get to really know your neighbors and who mm-hmm. you're living with, and your interests align. And when your interests align, I feel like. You, you become fabric mm. That's where cloth comes from mm-hmm. You know what I mean So there's a certain cloth That you come from Even living in Lakeview Like the only Like we know each other Because we lived in the same community mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. our, our our interests align Like we've known each other Since since, since high school mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Um, 
I think community is very important with people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when people, she she was, I I felt like her her pain came from, she wasn't the happiest with the community that she grew up with, but at least she had one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the lack of community that her kid is growing up with is what's hurting her at this point. And what is feeling like, the kid is missing you know what i mean mm-hmm. i got you to this better zip code i got you in this better school district i got you here but we are really not aligning right now you know and it's like so so some of some of it is her you know you know um i've raised question. kids two different times mm-hmm. i've got one that i've did it and I've, i'm out the paint and I've, I've got one that i'm in now and the two things that are aligned is in 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 private school um you kind of want to um you kind of have to be cool with the parents a little bit you got to kind of be like cordial with the parents a little bit more than cordial like mm-hmm. they're going to invite you to, to things and you're going to want to go because that's going to keep your kids in the circle of being invited to the, to their kids parties mm-hmm. like the kids are going to be friends too but everybody's going to be friends everybody's going to be cool but there's a certain level of community there too. Like there's a community that you have to play a part in for your kids. Are there people that you know just for your kids? Um Come on, get on my name. We talking, we talking, baby. Yeah, we talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah of course there there are people, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the community. Like there's certain people you're only gonna know because of your kids. Mm-hmm. Your kids play good with this other kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of cool with this kid's parent because I just kind of want to, I, I I like this kid with my kid and we're just going to keep rocking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what community is, you know what I mean? And that's where she felt she felt like, you know, other black parents in that community were falling short because they were in the good graces of the majority. They didn't really want to get her in. And get her into the graces, and maybe, maybe it's her. Maybe she's she's too militant. Maybe she like, yo, why don't got no fried chicken at the shit? I don't uh, know. We 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 black. Why don't got no Frank's hot sauce? I, I, I feel I feel like most, <laughs> you know most I mean? like most of us feel like we could be the only one. Like we could be the, we we got to be the only one. Like uh, it's only one. It's only room for one uh, person of color in certain communities. And it can't be multiples. And um, I just don't understand why we don't feel like our shit is good enough. Because it's not. Look at fucking... All right. Uh, rest in peace to um, Gilly, the, 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 the kid's son. Mm-hmm. You can make all the money in the world, come up with deals, got a new Maybach, get a new freaking Mercedes every week. If you keep your kid in a bad neighborhood, it's detrimental to your kid. Your kid might be harmed in that neighborhood. Like, there's a reason why people wanted to get people, their their children, into better places. Okay. All right. No, no, no. All right. So, a lot of the times, we would rather move to a neighborhood that doesn't look like us mm-hmm. versus moving to a better neighborhood that has us there. Yeah. And well, this is the thing. I think maybe because a lot of that is us wanting to 
not wanting to spend the energy to transform a neighborhood in much it's much easier to conform than transform talk about it no that that's that's very true you know a lot of us are not going to be like the second coming of Martin Luther King and you know yeah. changing changing the world not like that but right. um even yeah I I've right. seen I I I feel like a lot of even decent like minority neighborhoods yeah minorities will overlook those in order to aspire to live in to, in, in a white neighborhood because it's, it's they feel like it's better end up talking into the camera for, for, for five minutes like old girl did you yeah. know what I'm saying but like, I think I think a, a lot of us people people black folks that do well that do okay or do well a lot of a lot of them that's the goal yeah they don't aspire to stay in their neighborhoods they, they aspire to leave. Right, they they want to move to the other side of town, like, um, and it's not like they want to move to just a, a better neighborhood that's for people that look like black folks. Right, they want out. I think, and I want to know if, if you agree. I'm gonna say a statement: who you are in your, where you live in your formative years. I'm going to say between 11 to maybe 17 shapes who you are. Mm. Uh, I think that's, those are formative years, but I don't think it totally shapes you. Like, cause you said 11 to 17. Yeah. You haven't, I don't know if you fully reached like adulthood. And I think there's certain no, things no, at the beginning of adulthood yeah. that do shape you also. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, the formative years are the years that form you, that form your conceptions and yeah. I just I think it's longer than of, from of 11 to 17. I think it's it goes long. a little bit longer than that. Okay, okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, because um, even early adulthood, I feel like there's a certain responsibility of you and a certain struggle that. You understand that that you're, you're going to be in, but when things were like peachy and things were like on Easy Street mm-hmm. and things were being financed for you, I feel like those years are the years where you could just live life, and those are the years where you're soaking in the most because mm-hmm. you don't have that expectations of paying for things in adulthood. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and those are what really forms your character, which brings it back to. The black parents who want to move their kid because maybe they look at those years like straight struggle, but they don't see the love mm. in those, those those years. Maybe one or two of their childhood friends got killed. Maybe a couple of their childhood friends went to jail. But that love of the community and that tight knitted. I'm not saying that you shouldn't move by any means, but you shouldn't go to the extent of you know moving around people who completely don't look like like you but then if they were there first how do we make those changes because when i lived when i moved to lakeview i was maybe like the third person on my block third black person on my block oh really mm-hmm. it was like it was white what yeah yeah mm. yeah yeah my neighbors like almost all my yeah what maybe like five Okay. But for the majority, yeah, it was like 50-50 white. 50-50 white, white and black. You know what uh-huh. I 
They got out of there. They died out or they got out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, some some were older and they died and some moved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. But no one was like young. And they showed us love. Everybody was there. My B lived across the street. She used to bring us little Dunkin' Donuts. She brought the Dunkin' Donuts. She used to bring us the little munchkins and all that. How some played the play the drums. And then um the old lady next door um always gave us paintings on Halloween. Mm. You know what I mean? So we have, you know, white people in our neighborhood. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah, life, you know what I mean? Like, you know. But um, don't you have any advice for anybody um, thinking like her? Thinking like her. Um I think she was kind of I think she was spot on, man. Um because yeah. I think she thinks like most black folks, but then she's She's living off experience. Mm-hmm. Is ba- I think based on what actually happened in her real life with her children, she's realizing like, all right, it's just not all about that, yeah. right? It's yeah. not all about like, okay, um, get getting into this school district because I feel like they're gonna get better opportunities or something like that. Right. Um, she realized it's a social aspect. Like social who aspect. who are gonna who who are gonna be their friends? What yeah. what what peer groups are they gonna be in? Right. Are they gonna be accepted by their peer groups? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um are they gonna feel like an outcast? Mm-hmm. Or are they gonna you know, are they gonna be treated like the token black kid? Like um I think that Token black kid, man. I was a token black kid. Really? Yeah. How'd you like it? It was cool. <laughs> yeah, I got picked first in basketball, and they all thought I could dance the best. Hmm. Fuck okay. it, you know what I mean? Um, do do your kids play outside? Cool. Does your daughter play play outside? Um, does she play outside with me? Yes. Okay. Um, there's uh, there's like a, maybe a couple of kids. There's a couple of kids on the block, but they're like right out of her range. Either they're older, like, younger. Older or like younger. Gotcha. There's nobody. And it's weird like that, right? There was one little girl, I think that's around her age, and they they cool. They take the bus and stuff like that, but I don't be seeing her. <laughs> you know how Lakeview is. I don't, yeah. be, I don't be seeing her in off time. It's not know. just Lakeview, it's everywhere. I don't know where that little girl be at. You know, Ron, you, you, you could play outside? Carter, Carter, Carter knows everybody. Uh, play yeah, Car- Carter plays outside, but he plays with um, one of the neighbors. Really? Um, he, he got a neighbor friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carter. Yeah. <laughs> well, why he's, wouldn't he, right? He's yeah. most social guy. Um, my daughter, she's to herself. And I ain't going to lie to you, it's not a ton of kids on the block. Yeah. And it's not a ton of black kids on the block either. Yeah, Scooter over there. I bought Scooters. I got I got two of them shits. I was like, all right, while I do the yard, like I see like sprinklings of kids going in the house. Like, right, I'm going to get my kid the Scooter. When I'm working in the yard in front, I'm gonna let her ride the scooter in the front mm. to kind of like promote that there's a kid my age that lives here. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. She ain't went on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up riding that shit. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we um we want our kids to grow up like we did. And I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that my kid definitely has some of the pedigree. That I had like she will go out. I've never oh oh god out of ten times I've asked her maybe one time out of ten she'll be like nah I don't really feel like doing that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I could be like, yo, you want to go swing the bat? She's like, yeah, fuck it, let's go do it. Like, you want to, we yeah. have the, you know, the old school Velcro pad where you right. throw the ball, yes. and you, you know? Yes. We call it sticky ball, but. Yeah, that's pause. Cool. Yeah. But, good name. <laughs> yeah, that's what we, that's what we've, you know, right. we've named it. If I say that, she'll drop, she'll drop the iPad. She'll drop the iPad in a second. Like, all right, fuck it, we out. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go. Oh, yeah. Every now and then she's like, ah, you know, yeah. like, okay. I got her a scooter as well. It's raining, nigga. Got her a scooter as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she went from the three-wheel scooter now to the to the two-wheel. Things right? popping. Okay. The Razor. She's on Razor games now. Yeah. A little uncomfortable. I took her day after day to where she like, you know, it's like, all right, I'm good with it now. Mm-hmm. We have her own little game and, you know, when whatever. But she fell for the first time off the scooter. Right? Uh, and she, she went down, man, crying, crying hard. So, I'm like, all right, look, you know, I'm not going to force you to keep going, but I'm going to make you ride this scooter to the car. If you want to quit, ride the scooter to the car. Now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I said, do a call it quits for the day. But I wanted her to get back on the scooter and, like, ride it to just be like, you know. Bad. yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not the I end of the world. Yeah, it's not the yeah. end of the I'll world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you'll. But we're gonna call it quits for the <laughs> for the day. But yeah, no, she definitely has a lot of the tendencies where she'll she'll go outside, play in the dirt, and you know, in the grass. She wants to like lay out on the grass and yeah. under the tree, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's yeah. definitely like a nature girl. You don't for want sure. that sense of community. I think another. I think you just leaned on another point that what hurts a lot of kids' sense of community is that they're they're. They're hurting their sense of community as far as kids because everything is now is a lot more online instead of like in you know like we we see that meme on on Instagram all the time that with like a whole bunch of bikes on somebody's front lawn. We all knew where everybody was at yeah. when all the bikes were in front of somebody's house. Yeah. Like those were the thing, but now everybody is in the house playing with each other online, and I think that really hurts the on the real interaction as well as I think the parents not promoting it. As much as they think they do, it's, no. It's some it's some, like, some parents just want their kids to like do it. You know what, what I mean? Like what? Do do what? Like why are you not outside? You know what I mean? I know, but they weren't trained to be outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we're trying to force yeah. the red and nurture yeah. red. And, like yeah, like what about COVID? I'm like nigga, COVID's <laughs> not an excuse anymore. We're not going to do the COVID <laughs> shit anymore. Like no. But yeah, there's some parents that are equally to blame when it comes yeah. to like not not forcing. Your kids to get outside, right? Because remember, it starts with you. It starts, it starts getting with outside you. with you, yeah. Or y'all, let's just say, mm-hmm. about, right. you know, yes, you yes, guys. Yes. Um, the unit, the unit, getting outside, being yeah. outside. No matter what it is, somebody might be gardening. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is, outside. Like, yo, I'm in the front, activity. man. I'm like, yo, I'm playing this whole shit out. Like, we gonna get on the scooters oh, this weekend. I got man. a question. We going to park this big sidebar. So, uh, how are you with? Uh, your kid like just walking around though. Like if your kid wanted to, the closest store is pretty close. No. What Dolly? Yeah, Dolly. So, like, hell no, fuck <laughs> Man, fucking murderers and shit. Like I watch fucking murderers and killers and shit. You see what happened to Carly? You seen the baby? Yeah, you go. I'm going to see a baby. I rest my case. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, nah, nigga, come on. Nigga. I'm one of the parents. I'm gonna fuck that. Nigga. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You close the out with that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, and with that, um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Cigars and Whiskey. Um, we want to shout out to our sponsor of the show tonight, 
uh, Moods by Michelle Rose. Um, she has our signature scent, the cigars and whiskey uh, candle. Probably the best smelling candle, hands down. If you are a cigar smoker and um, you need some good scents to get that lingering smell out, uh, it's like a tobacco to vanilla type of smell. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, you can go to her website and check it out. Pick it up. Pick up one, pick up two. Uh, she has a nice sale going on right now. Uh, moves by Michelle Rose.com. All right. It's the same handle as far as the, the Instagram is concerned. All right. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do at Cigars Whiskey. That's Cigars with an S, Whiskey. Uh, also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Cigars and Whiskey Podcast. Cigars, the and sign, Whiskey Podcast. Remember to like, share, and also subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications so you know when we have new videos. Uh, if you have any questions, any comments, any recommendations, you want to recommend a cigar, a spirit or even a topic by all means hit us up on social media or uh, send us an email if you have a product or service you want to sponsor a show shoot an email over at podcast at cigars again podcast at cigars whiskey.com uh, and if you like the content that we're putting out and you want to show some support you can do that via cash app it's the same as the instagram cigars whiskey Cigars with an S, whiskey. All right. Um, also, remember to check out our guy, Super Producer Corey Cool. Uh, let him know what you got going on. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, every Thursday, nine to ten p.m. I'm on WHPC playing it cool. I got a pretty dope show uh, when it comes to hip hop, R&B, and you know just how I feel for the day. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I'm I'm experimenting. I'm experimenting with a, a possible. Appearance on a new podcast called Nobody Cares About Father's Day uh, And the guys are talking You know Fatherhood in its entirety mm. um, So you know I'm going to pop up and do a couple appearances there um, I'm not even Pressing record over there you know I get a chance To just you know To just uh, just be talent mm. <laughs> Talent a little bit um, Yeah and I'm just going to be here with these guys man Talking cigars and whiskey man nothing new you know, uh, same time, same place next week. All right. Um, also, uh, give a big shout out to uh, Mr. Alert, uh, Gene Alert, who uh, gifted us with this bottle of the Mercer and Prince. Uh, second time we had it. Excellent bottle of whiskey. If you haven't tried it, go pick it up at your local wine and spirits. Uh, I think it retails at about somewhere around 35 to 40 bucks. Yeah, about 40 bucks. All right. So yeah, check that one out, and also the Cavalier uh, Tres Delinquents. All right, pick that up at your local tobacconist. All right, and with that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Cigars and Whiskey. We will catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>